Hey homies, you are listening to It's All Happening with me, your host, DJ Robin. This is a show where we speak with artists, bands, and students about genre-defying music, being a music enthusiast, and the history of music, and more. What's up, everyone? You're listening to It's All Happening, and I'm DJ Robin. We have the amazing opportunity to talk with Destroy Boys about touring with Pierce the Veil and making new music. Um, we also had the opportunity to interview a longtime fan of Pierce the Veil, Mia. So we talk about Destroy Boys, Pierce the Veil, everything, and just the amazingness of that show. There are so many awesome openers as well so i want you guys to keep on listening and i'll see you after the interview all right hi mia how are you today hi i'm doing great so you went to go see pierce the veil in las vegas how was that experience for you who was your favorite act um so far like my favorite opening act yeah let's see i I think it was definitely the destroy boys like they blew me away they're probably like my favorite girl band right now. Yeah, no, definitely. So what was like their favorite song that they performed um, that like you can like remember? Uh, I remember like I liked all the songs that they did and I thought it was really cool how like they had two singers. Like mm-hmm. they were both amazing. Uh, it's like classic. They had that. It's like that classic experience that you have with openers. You're like, oh, I don't know any of their songs. And then they sing that one popular song and they're like, oh, I did know that song. Um, I forgot what it's called, but, you know. Mm-hmm. It's about that song about grooming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, definitely. We're going to, like, talk a, a lot about why that song um, became about later on in the interview um, as well, too. No, the, I really like their set. It was super heavy. And, um, yeah, I they should come to Vegas more often. That was, yeah, they had the whole crowd going. They did have the whole crowd going. I'll definitely go see them. Yeah, no. And, like, I wanted to, like, start a pit, but I was like, I don't know, like... Do emos so mosh? Cool. When you did that, <laughs> I would have did that if I wasn't saving my energy. Yeah, we had so to save next it. Next time they come, I'll definitely be moshing for them. Definitely. No, dude, they were so cool. Oh my god! And then, um, what was your other favorite part of the night? Because there were so many bands, dude. Like there was so like, uh, it was it was such a fun night. Like um, I like. I don't know how I had so much energy. I think it's just because that everybody was like so good, especially Destroy Boys. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, Dayseeker had a great vibe, too. I, I really liked some of their songs. They kind of reminded me of another opening act that they had on Pierce the Veil's last tour. They had this guy named Don Broco, and he made, like, this kind of, like, 80s-style pop rock music, and it was, like, very, like, ethereal, like, like an out-of-body experience listening to, like, both of those acts. Dayseeker's, like, background is really beautiful, too. Yeah, like, I really like Dayseeker. The light in the dark and everything. Yeah, dude. No, I really like I love how fancy the singer, like, dressed. He was, like, wearing a suit. Right. It's giving emo Beatles. Like he got dressed up for us. That's very flattering. <laughs> yeah. No, they had like a really good vibe and a really good stage presence, too. And then obviously, yeah. you know, Pierce the Veil. I don't think I have seen oh. any other like audience that engaged before. Maybe I'm not. I need to go to more yeah. concerts. I just I yeah. Like their fan base is incredible. Like. How like how were you feeling when you you saw them like this and like this was towards the end of their um, Jaws of Life tour as well. So how was that experience? Like tell me all about that. 
I don't know why I wasn't ex- like I didn't really think about it, but I wasn't expecting it to be the best show I ever went to. But it actually was. I just wasn't thinking about that. But it, it definitely was. They had the whole crowd going, and you know how like shifty the crowd was. I actually had like a lot of fun being shifted around in the crowd, though, especially since I just planned on going in the mosh pit. I had planned Me on too. waiting to like the second half to go in the mosh pit, like after they played Resilience. But like the vibe was so good, I just went in for like the first song, like Death of the Executioner. Yeah. And, that was amazing. Yeah, no, it was like, and everybody was so nice. Like, oh my god! Like, yeah, everyone was really nice. I love that. Like, really nice and understanding, even mm-hmm. though the crowd was like really tight. When I was trying to, I had to go to the bathroom twice. Unfortunately, I really didn't want to go the second time. But I know I don't know how you like found your way back. It was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I you like ever want to do that again, just because it was so tight. But like people were understanding, like me trying to get my way back through, like. Yeah. They would have let me in, like, in some places, but it was so tight. Like, they we just, they just couldn't get through, and they were, like, explaining that to me. I was like, okay, I'll go around the other way. But I really liked at this show how you could let go. Like, your body wasn't your own. You're just being, like, pushed around and just having fun and swayed side to side. Definitely. No, and I'm, like, so surprised that you you found, like, your way back to us, too, because we weren't, like, super, like, near Barricade. We were, like, kind of, like, in the middle-ish. And then people, I remember everybody, like... Yeah, and you like, kept getting shifted to the side, too. And the front. But, like, everybody took, like, a huge step forward to the front. And I was like, damn, we're close now. Yeah, every time they did that, I tried to take a step back, like, to avoid the crowd crush. Because I did yeah. hear, like, some people were, like, we're getting really squished at the front. Yeah, no, people kept passing out. it was out. hard to find you guys. Like, yeah. Because my friend just had, like, the black hair. I was just trying to find her roses on the back of her head. Mm-hmm. That was, like, my landmark. I usually, at every concert, I have, like, a person as a landmark. But it was really dark. Usually, like, there's a guy with, like, a bright shirt. I didn't see, like, any guys with bright shirts. I nah, usually, usually my It landmark. wasn't a bright shirt kind of crowd. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, that was super cool. That was my first Pierce the Veil concert, and I've known about Pierce the Veil since I was, like, 13, and I remember, like, hearing them for the first time in, like, eighth grade, but I was like, this is good. <laughs> I was like, I like this, and then it's crazy, like, you know, almost... What was the first song that, like, later. stuck out to you by them? Oh, my God. I feel like the song that I've really been liking um, from Pierce the Veil is... Um, past the Nirvana, it's from their new album, The Jaws of That's Life. Such a good song. That one is so good. Um, and then you know they closed out the song with their big hit, King for a Day. That that was great too. Um, there were so many. Yeah. Um, oh my god, like yeah. It was cool how they opened up the pit for King for a Day, like so wide. I wish I was actually in the pit for that one. I was in it for when they did. Um, I'm so bad at pronunciations. I hope people don't think I'm like opposer um when they did um and did they do like i don't care if you're contagious like didn't they play that i wish i would have went crazy for that i would have i had to like i had to find my friend oh my god what when they started playing emergency contact i ran to go find my friend because my friend was like oh my god like like i think she went to go get water and i was like i have to go find my friend like they're playing emergency contact and and then he was like if you ever remember see contact like hold on to them i was like oh my god i need to go get my friend like i need to go find her right now it's like i need to go find my friend shay like so i'm like running and you know he was playing emergency contact and i was like this is such a beautiful moment this no, is it's funny a movie. like me and my friend we were thinking about the concert and we kind of did like recall things that didn't happen i was like oh yeah i went in the pit for this song i wasn't with you i was like Wait, no, I was with you like, right. when they played Bulletproof Love. Yes. Well, Bulletproof Love oh, my God. That was... acoustic, so yeah. that made no sense for me to have gone into the pit. 
No, that one that was beautiful. Like, yeah, we were together for that song. It was really good live, like mm-hmm. the, especially the beginning. Yeah. No, that. Yeah. Uh, that that was so good. And like they play loud. Like I love it when they play loud, dude. I'm like, yes, like <laughs> take away my hearing. <laughs> yeah, because I thought I didn't need my earplugs because we weren't on the barricade, but our ears were ringing after the concert. So definitely wear your earplugs at every show. Yeah, I think. It's like a general GI show. I know, yeah, because I do concert photography sometimes at certain shows. I'm like right by the speaker. I'm like, I probably should wear them, but it doesn't really match with my outfit. <laughs> but I'm going to probably wear, wear your earplugs. Yeah, I'm going to wear my earplugs now. <laughs> oh my God, but dude. Yeah, dude. I was just like, I have to take them out because I don't know, like, the loss of sensation kind of made me feel like a little bit anxious. So mm-hmm. I had to take them out. Yeah. And then I just never put them back in. Yeah. Um, do you remember, um, I, this is, it was during the, the, the PTV set. And I, I don't know, like, do you, rem- I, I, I want, I want to recall this with you. So Vic Fuentes, he gave a girl his guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And she gave us bracelets too. She was really nice. Well, do you, you, she gave to me. Wow. Okay. And you spoke to her. How was that? Like, did you like, what were you guys talking about? Uh, She was really sweet when we were, we were in line and we were making bracelets um, while we were waiting in line Um, with like the group that we made friends with. She came up and she like asked us if she wanted a bracelet, if we wanted a bracelet. And she had like a really cool way she had it. She had like four rings clips to her belt and then like different albums. I think like Fabi five rings actually. And I picked the new national anthem. I forgot which one my friend picked. But it was really cool that she like spent all that time doing yeah. that. And, and then, her makeup was really cool too. She had like red rhinestones on her face and the black. Yeah. Now, did you get to talk to her after she re- received the guitar? Now, did she go back? Like, tell I me didn't. how because I, I, I think I was like getting like lost in the crowd. At, like, at you this were like point. curious about like the process. Of yeah, the guitar? I was like, yeah, because I was trying to make my way all over. Like, when I go to these shows, I try to like make my way like all over just to see how everybody's doing, checking stuff out. I go into like journalist mode. <laughs> um, but did you get to talk to her afterwards, or do you know what happened? I didn't, but I was looking at their tag post, and I went, and I saw her, and she posted about it, and I, like, liked it. It was really cool. Yeah. I actually, well, when I was at when we were Young Fest, and the girl that they gave the guitar, um, I saw a TikTok later, and then it showed her, like, they put it in a box, and then she was just, like, holding it while she's still, like, watching the other band. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is beautiful. I love when artists do that. Like, they just give their fans not only, like, the gift of their live music, but, like, their guitar that makes the music like oh my god that is- I mean, that's the ultimate dedication when they do ultimate, hold on to me yeah. you can really feel it you definitely can and that that's so special i love that and congratulations to her wherever she is if she's listening to this we all want to be you girl we all want to be you and congratulations yeah. and we hope you had fun that night did you have fun that night me yeah oh yeah <laughs> yes Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here with Destroy Boys. How are you guys doing? Hello. Yeah. We're doing a bit of an impromptu interview. Um, I'll tell you guys why later on in the episode, but we are here in ghetto fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, we're here with Destroy Boys. They are playing with Pierce the Veil. How are you guys doing today? What's up? Pretty doing good. Yeah, we're in Vegas. It's all right. Second to last show of the tour, so we're tired, but we're almost done. So yeah, yeah. feeling fabulous. Yeah. yeah, you guys are you guys are still still kicking, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long year. 
Oh, oh, I know it has been. Um, so, how does it feel to be playing with Pierce the Veil, going on tour with them? This is amazing, you guys. It is amazing. I this is why I love Pierce the Veil. I have loved Pierce the Veil for over a decade now, and I love them, and they're very nice people. And it's nice to play with their crowd. Feels fun. Yeah. yeah. Every single band on this tour has been really fun to like hang out with. Like Pierce the Veil, Ellis Dunes, and Daisyk are all really fun people and really kind people. So. It's been nice to just hang out with everybody, you know, enjoy music. Yeah, awesome. Um, so you guys have been touring all over the place. What city has been your favorite so far? And what city are you guys excited about going to next? On this tour or the whole year? Um, the whole year, just, yeah. Ooh. Vienna I, was probably my favorite. Yeah. I liked Vienna because there was an amazing amusement park. Yes. And um, the vibes were just great. The sun was out, it was in the summer. I just had a great time. Vienna in Austria, it was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah, Europe in general is just so magical to be in. Um, we had a great off day in Vienna. That was really fun. We had a great off day in Austin in the middle of the summer. That was super fun. Um, I got to see this is like I got to see a bunch of friends in Minneapolis a couple of days ago on this tour. So I really and Minneapolis is like a pretty cool city, honestly. So I enjoyed I enjoyed that. I loved our show with uh, Pierce the Veil in Boston. It was really, really fun. Really fun. <laughs> um, so you guys have obviously been super busy touring this year. Um, you guys have a few music festivals under your belt. You guys played Coachella this year in yeah. 2023. Wow, that was this year. Yeah. You guys yeah, played yeah. Coachella. Like, oh my God. I know. I've been so trying to cool. go for years. It was crazy, like, driving around in a little golf cart in the backstage. It felt so, like, bougie. I don't know. Like, it felt so, it, it was, like, very reality TV it was it was very reality tv i felt like a kardashian yeah around it so was funny it was so cool to be a part of something so big you know coachella and is like the most legendary music festival you know and it's cool that it's becoming more rock forward mm -hmm. and it was tight to Again. see like a bunch of like different kinds of artists like i got to see ash nico i got to see no name like and bjork like all in the same weekend so, like, what a crazy mishmash of art. And, and, like, you know, Knock Loose played and, like, all these other, you know, oh, people. No, so, so, like, good. really interesting lineup, too, this mm -hmm. year. Oh, my God. Awesome. Um, so, how has working together for so long impacted the synergy you have as a band? It's a good question for us right mm -hmm. now, Alexia. I think it's really, like, encouraged us to work through our problems in a way that bands in the past like maybe didn't have the communication tools that are available as widely as they are now so it's kind of like when we have our differences we have to sort of like learn how to work with each other about them and come to some sort of resolution you know what i mean we're all i would say that all four of us are really good open communicators honest communicators um and we all want what's best for the band and we all want the same thing and we all really love each other so if you enter a conflict with that on your mind it's really easy to resolve true true and we like to have fun so we love to have fun that's like the mo you know yeah. and so when it's like something's wrong it's like let's get back to having fun like how do we get back to having fun together you know yeah if yeah. it's not fun that's like why are you guys doing it yeah so, yeah. <laughs> um so as you guys know, your um, one of your hit songs, I threw glass at my friend's eye and now I'm on probation. It's been trending a lot on TikTok. What's the meaning behind the song? Why was it written? When was it written? Just tell me everything about it. Um, we wrote that song when... We wrote that song when we first started the band. It was like 
the third song we ever wrote together. Um, you know, Alexi and I used to just be an acoustic duo as Destroy Boys. So it was like originally this very sad kind of minor chord song about this guy who was a little bit older than me, who was kind of messing me around. And I felt guilty for wanting something that I knew was looked at to be bad, but I also wanted it, you know? So it's kind of about that inner conflict in a way. And is it trending on TikTok again? Yeah. That's it is? Funny. Yeah, a, you guys have like a bunch of new fans. Oh, that's wow. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I didn't no, know that. A lot yeah. of people are like, yo, like, come to Vegas or like, come to Reno, come to Salt Lake. Like, we want to fuck it up in the Pivot Destroy Boys. Yay! <laughs> I mean, I'm chronically online, so. Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay, so awesome. I always see what shit's trending. It's funny because, like, we didn't make it trend on purpose. Like, I didn't have TikTok until maybe a year after the song was popular on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so. And I think that might be the same for both of us. It's it's like very funny. It's very funny how that happened, and it goes to show that that's like such a a common experience amongst people, like because of how popular it is. You know, like obviously there's a lot of people who fuck around and give everybody the runaround instead of being straight up about their feelings, and so a lot of people can kind of like relate to that um, wanting, not wanting, like being rejected but not being rejected at the same time like very interesting being kept in limbo by someone who's way more powerful than you who you can't really say no to yeah it's like a terrible situation ship yeah Yeah. the worst kind to ever have yeah i I also want to say too like so some people i I read at one point that someone was like vi is like oh sorry they were like vi is like promoting you know, these toxic relationships. And the whole point of that song is about like the inner, true inner feelings, your true inner conflict. Like you may know that something is bad, but you might want it anyway. That's just how I was honestly feeling. Yeah. You know, and I think it's important to always write music from an honest perspective. So saying I was promoting that as a 15 year old kid is actually a curse word. Yeah, and it's BS. like if I it's like if I like write a song about alcoholism, am I promoting alcoholism? Like it's more an, an inner search of like a person's feelings. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you can't just say and, and also anybody just like assuming what we're saying in a song is like you're that's ridiculous. Like you have no idea what we're talking what we're actually talking about. Like that's something that's cool about music too is the way that everybody can kind of ascribe to their own meaning to it. Um and so it's interesting when someone like if someone puts that on one of us, it's like, okay, that's what you're reading from the song. Like, that's not my, in- my intention is like to put the song out there and you decide what you think, you know, it is like, I don't know. Music is so interpretive that like, it's like, don't put your perceptions. Don't like project on me so much, you know? Yeah. Totally. Just like figure out why you think it means that. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what is your guys' favorite song to perform live? Ooh. Fences. It's like the one we end with. End with. It's like, um, I don't know, I just feel like it's just like the, perf- the perfect closer. Like, I think since we wrote it, we've ended every set with it. Since then, it just, like, has that nice resolving feeling. Um, yeah, that one's very fun. I've been loving performing Shadow. It's our, oh. it's our newest single, and I've just really enjoyed, like, singing it. I don't know why. Like, I get to dance around and be kind of free and interact with the crowd in different ways. There's, like, a little Spanish moment in there. And so I've had a really fun time singing that song. Yeah. I also vote Shadow. I love playing that song so much. I was going to say Fences, too, because it is super fun closing with that. The energy is always great. It, it's, like, a perfect resolving note, like Nars said. But um, 
Shadow's so fun to play. I love every single part of that song, and we all get down. It's really fun. My favorite's probably Teo Conmigo. And it's How like a, it's like a half step down, and I think the parts just hit so hard. And um, it has a lot of dynamics, and I love dynamics in a song. It's my favorite thing. So fun. Awesome. And is there anything else that you guys would like to tell people that they might not know about Destroy Boys? Anything to the fans? Any new music projects coming up? Um, I'm single now. <laughs> uh, wow. I don't know. That's that was the only update I can really think of. We have a lot of songs in the vault. Yeah, we. <laughs> there's a lot of music. That's way more there's relevant. A, there's a lot of new music coming next year. At this point, then. Um, like we made a discord server so we're gonna have a discord server if you want to go chat with other people about whatever in a respectful way that'll be there <laughs> what's the um server's name Ooh, i don't know yet it was it's gonna be like i was i've been thinking about Destroy Boys. i know but that's like kind of i don't know i kind of like db army but i feel like that's a subset of it that's like the political part of it because i i want to like have little live chats where it's like okay everybody we're all gonna call our senators right now um but yeah we're thinking of something huh the bts fan base is called the army oh okay we'll think of something the dv dv world maybe i don't yeah we'll see i don't know yet narsay anything you want the fans to know about you um (laughs) devo university University? (laughs) not really (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Slay. Yeah, man of I'm gay. I'm gay. No, I'm queer. What? what? Wait, <laughs> no one knew that. Alexia's queer, shocked. Everyone's we shocked know. to know. I Alexia's use queer. Them pronouns. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the interview I did with Destroy Boys. I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. Make sure you guys go and stream their new song, Shadow, I'm Breaking Down. And some of my favorites from Destroy Boys, I'm going to play. I want you guys to take a listen. First song up is Muzzle, and the second is I Threw Glass on My Friend's Eye, and Now I'm on Probation. All right, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.
Fly me over, I 